0: QP Nation fam, how y'all doing? It is Friday, so you know what time it is. It is Football Friday. I'm your host, Vince. We have a lot to get to today. The rundown is as such. We're going to be looking at little Kyler Murray and his realization that he came up with. We're also going to be looking at the Rams coach, Sean McVay's mood. It is time for show improve. In Indianapolis, there's a mixed bag at Giants camp, the college football money grab, and Aaron Rodgers uh, singing Shake It Off in Hawaii while the Packers dig in on their position. So that is the rundown. That's what we're going to be talking about today, and I can't wait to get to it. Um We are now, it seems like we're back on schedule. We did have a Monday pod. I had to do a Wednesday pod to kind of finish up Monday because I went hard on the Lakers. So if you are a faithful listener on Monday and you're looking for like straight NBA talk, you got to go to the Wednesday pod. Now, when we get back to Monday, it's going to be crazy nba draft stuff my thoughts on uh everything that i saw over the weekend and we'll hit all all that so that is pretty much we are now done with pod news so we're good there what's going on in the house well let's see um really been writing a lot really been putting myself in a situation where uh You know, just being creative. Um, Other than that, wife is good. She's still going through her medical situations, but upbeat. Everything is great there. God has really blessed us in a major way. Um, I want to go ahead and do this right now. Shout out to all the listeners Who are downloading and subscribing I see you Across the world It's it's truly amazing to me This is, you know That this is the dream of mine Is to do this for you guys And um, we're going to Kind of expand the universe soon And I'll get more into that When news Of that is imminent I think we're getting Closer um, I would like to have something locked down by August, basically, and um, that's what I'm looking forward to. So that's pretty much it, and since that is it, let's go ahead and get into this pot because I've got a lot to talk about, and I know you guys are fiending for the football news. So let's go. All right, so you know what time it is. It is time for that football Friday, and we are going to start in Arizona. So there was a report by Tyler Drake of 98.7 Arizona Sports Radio. He spoke with Arizona Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray about his outlook on the season and also what happened last year. So Murray goes on to say, he wants to keep his rushing and scrambling down to a minimum. Kyler states, "Honestly, the way I see it, my leg should be a luxury. It should be kind of like it wasn't last year. I had to run for the for us to be successful last year in a sense. Once my shoulder was banged up or whatever, I wasn't trying to put myself out there and take those hits. Okay. So this is a quote from Kyler Murray. So for this host here, I'm glad to hear this. Let me tell you why. Um, obviously, you know I'm gonna home for the Rams, right? I definitely do that. Um, they're my team, but I do have. Players that I like. And little Kyler Murray is one of them. Okay? I enjoy little Kyler Murray. I like the way he throws football. I like how he runs. I like how he controls the offense. There's just something about him that I really enjoy. But you know what I don't enjoy? I don't enjoy little Kyler Murray dropping back to pass every single time. Because I always think he is going to end up dead. I do, I'm sorry Every time he drops back I fear for little Kyler Murray's life So to hear that he is making changes to his game That he is going to be a little more um, Less reckless With his scrambling and rushing I still think that you need to use it as a weapon Because it is but I just think you need to be smarter about it. Get out of bounds, slide. Don't get hurt. That's my deal for him. Um, I mean, here's the deal, and I don't, I don't think this is something being spoke out of school. With Kyler Murray um, doing self scouting and knowing that he's so valuable to his team and his health, and being available equates to the Cardinals having success this year, it's a relief for me. It's a relief that little Kyler Murray is taking care of his body. I believe that I can rest easier at night because of this realization from little Kyler Murray. So shouts out to Kyler Murray. Shouts out to uh, you know, looking at the tape from last year and making adjustments. And I hope to see you on the field. For all 17 games, doing what you do, just you can't win against the Los Angeles Rams. Now, speaking of the Rams, we're going to definitely get there right now. Um, Sean McVay, the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams, his mood has been different around minicamp these days. And somebody had brought that up. Somebody brought up that McVay seems to be more jubilant in his demeanor. This was Sean McVay's quote to that. Damn right I am. (laughs) It's no secret that McVay was unhappy with former quarterback Jared Goff performance and his lack of zest for getting in the film room and doing study. ESPN's Lindsay Theory reported in March that the tension between McVay and Goff reached a boiling point after a 23-20 to loss to the 49ers in Week 12 last season. Goff out, thank God, and Matthew Stafford in. And what a difference six months makes, right? We're minus two first-round picks. Okay, we got a strong R Stafford back. And yeah, you're damn right. We are all happy that Jared Goff is gone. Now, to counter that point, Goff says that he was frustrated not only with McVeigh, um, but several veterans on the team were frustrated with Goff as well, to the point that highly respected. Uh, Vets went to McVay to have John Wolford, the backup quarterback for the Rams, start in the playoff game. And we all know how that worked out, right? Wolford started to play well, uh, got injured, got devastated down near the goal line. Golf had to come in. We played very conservative the way through. We won that game. And then we went to Green Bay in Green Bay with that bad man, Aaron Rodgers put it on us and we were out of the playoffs. Well, this year looks a little bit different because Matthew Stafford and McVay seem to be joined at the hip. And also, it seems like McVay appreciates just the 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 level of knowledge that Stafford seems to have. They seem to in a sense be not just on the same page but he's seeing things that McVeigh wanted golf to see and he never got. He just never got it. It's unfortunate. It is what it is. Some of the guys out there really get into the film room. They get into the video. Okay. And some guys don't. And it show So... Yeah, McVay is a lot happier because he has a quarterback who's a grown up. And Goff is sad because he felt McVay was picking on him. This is what I have to say to that. This is what I have to say to Jared Goff if you think that your head coach was hard on you. I have a couple suggestions. I hope you've grown from this experience, Jared. I hope that this experience makes you a better quarterback. I hope that you are able to maximize your potential. We will be watching. QP Sports Exchange will be watching to see. Hopefully, this will make you better at your craft, take it a little more seriously. There are 32 of these jobs in the world of being an NFL starting quarterback. It's a very exclusive club. So maybe have a sense of urgency about your career. That's my advice. And also memo to Jared Goff. This is what I want you to do to start taking your career seriously. So for all Detroit Lions fans, I want you to get this message to Jared because it's very important to him. And it will be very important to the year that you guys want to have. So I'm gonna give you this information to give to Jared for me. All right. So I know my people out in Michigan have been listening. Shout out to, to to the Detroit Motown area. Shout out to Saginaw. Shout out to Lansing and Ann Arbor. I hear y'all. I see y'all listening to the pod. You know I got those analytics. Up and running and seeing all that. So, shots out to my upers in Upper Michigan, Upper Peninsula, Michigan. Shots out to y'all. So, this is what I want to convey to Jared Goff. All right, Jared, I want you to go to Best Buy. I want you to get yourself an iPad. So, You go talk to the Geek Squad and you get yourself like the best iPad they have, right? And if it's not one of those, get one of those Windows Surface Joints, all right? Either way, get yourself a a tablet, a good one. Then, Jared, your homework is not done your next step is I want you to give iPad or Surface Pad to your Detroit Lions IT guy, all right? Then I want you to have Detroit Lions IT guy to download apps that allow you to look at defenses and their tendencies and also download that app that just has you on it So you can fix some of your mechanics and the way you look at high reads. Then, Jared, I want you to have IT guy teach you how to use said Surface or iPad. How to turn it on, how to charge it, how to take out the, the cash so your Surface or iPad doesn't bog down. I need it to be fully functional for you, Jarrett, so you can elevate your career. Now, once you have the iPad, it's all taken care of and everything as well. I want you to go home and then I want you to turn on those apps and I want you to actually look at them. I want you to actually take notes. Also, Jarrett, why don't you do this? Every day. I am sure you have an hour to blow every day to do this. All right? <laughs> then your teammates and coaches will not crush you for your lack of preparation. These are things you can do to help yourself. So do yourself a favor and listen to my voice and get these things done. This is your summer homework assignment, Jerry Goff. (laughs) Oh, man. And QP Squares Exchange Podcast sends a joyous greeting to one Matthew Stafford. We are looking forward to you being a grown-up in the offense we are also looking forward to 40 yard passes that don't look like wobbly ducks we are so appreciative of you Matthew Stafford for being here we are also very happy to see you here instead of Jarrett because you will stand in the pocket you will be able to read defenses and not look like a bowl of jello once the pass rush comes so QP Sports Exchange is very happy to hear that Matthew Stafford is here and Jared Goff is no longer here. Yeah, Jared Goff, you knew that it was coming. I don't know how you thought that you were going to go to Detroit and drop that, well, Sean McVay was picking on me, and he really didn't have my back. Well, Jarrett, it's hard to have your back when you're not doing your job to the best of your ability. As one wise, sage man said, the hoodie, Bill Belichick, do your job. Part of doing your job, Jarrett is film study and being like actually excited about it. That is part of your job. It helps you do the other part that's on the field. I'll go ahead and shut up about Jared Goff. But Detroit Lions fans, that's your quarterback now. That is your quarterback. You are welcome to him. (laughs) All right, we're going to move on to Indianapolis Colts camp. Not only is this an important year for in-battle quarterback Carson Wentz to reclaim his status as one of the rising stars at the quarterback position. Also, quietly, this is a huge year for cornerback Rock Yasin. The former second rounder has struggled with his consistency throughout his career. The 25-year-old Yasin, according to pro football perspective, has allowed a career passing rating of 103.3 on 119 targets during his first two seasons as a Colt. Rocky Sins has given up four TDs and on average 15.1 yards per reception. Yo, pro football focus is awesome. I love pro football focus. They give you like real information that you can use. So I believe this is a critical year. This is year three for Rocky Sin. And Really, that secondary as a whole for the Colts. Because here's the thing. That division is winnable. I mean, it's really them and Tennessee. So, Indy fan, I know that you have not been on this podcast a lot. So, Indianapolis in the state of Indiana and all my Hoosier fans out there, welcome to QP Sports Exchange. We are happy to have you. We are happy to be talking about one of your teams in that great state. We usually talk about that team in South Bend, the Golden Domers. But this is where we are now literally in the metropolis of Indiana. So the Colts secondary needs to get better. If they want to go anywhere that they think they want to go, and if Carson Wentz can regain his uh, play from like two or three years ago when he was damn near the MVP of the league, you're still going to go as far as your secondary takes you as well. Because if you can't stop anybody in the passing game, and by the way, Rock sin, just so you know, yards per catch is terrible. That is not good, my man. And you need to fix that. Maybe you should also call up Jared Goff and find out if he knows of a good best buy in your area. I know these NFL players talk, hey. Where should I go to get my electronics? Oh, I got a guy. I got a guy. He'll hook you up. He'll take care of you. Everybody has a guy in the NFL. That also goes for pretty much the city of New York. Everybody has a guy. When I lived in Boston, we all had guys. Oh, I have a guy. What's your guy do? Don't worry about it. What do you need? I got a guy. <laughs> so the Colts so far look good in OTAs. Carson Wentz has uh, been low key. There hasn't been a lot from uh, Carson. There hasn't been a lot of, um, you know, shakiness or anything through OTAs. He looks good. He looks confident so far. So that's good for Colts fans because it's got to be better than old man river that you had last year. So I'm um, I'm interested to see how that AFC South shakes out With Houston pretty much done right now They're in a rebuild until the Deshaun Watson thing gets squared away Jacksonville, they're young They have Trevor Lawrence, that's going to be awesome to watch like he's not going to win 12 games this year or anything like that so it really comes down to tennessee and indianapolis let the better team win right (laughs) let the better team win All right, we're going to go to Giants camp real quick. Um, There was a note that I saw, and I wanted to share it with you guys. This is Big Blue Nation. What up? Gotham, what up? Listen, the Yankees are terrible. I understand that the Knicks are out of the playoffs. I'm pretty sure you're not interested in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. And what they're doing in the playoffs. So I have some giant news for you. You're welcome. Alright, so I had a really interesting note that I wanted to pass along. The Giants played man-to-man coverage only 23% of the time last year. Okay. Um, it was 20, it was ranked 26 out of 32 teams by Sports Info uh, Solutions, that should change this year. With the additions of cornerback Adoree Jackson, shout out to Adoree Jackson. He's a Pac-12 guy. Even though I don't like USC, I give love to the West Coast. And cornerback uh, Aaron Robinson as well. As long with Xavier McKinney, and who was not healthy last year, and a full season of Logan Ryan, former Patriot. All right. So here's the deal with this. Um, I mean, that is that's troubling, right? If you can't go man to man, that means you can't blitz. So no pass rush because you can't play man to man. There you go. So hopefully the injury bug won't get these guys this year. Now, the other thing coming out of Giants camp is this. Now, I got a couple reports. Okay? Um, there was some. There's. I have guys on the ground, man. I just got guys on the ground. Shouts out to my guys who are in it every single day. Well, there was somebody at Giants camp who was watching OTAs, watching 707 drills, and basically reported that And I would say about 30% of the drills, Daniel Jones looked hesitant and he was very late on releasing the football. Now, maybe the Giants are using a new defensive scheme that he was not prepared for. I don't know. But to have somebody with the naked eye see Daniel Jones not let it go and not trust his eyes. That's a little alarming. Now, Peter Schrager from the NFL Network is telling anybody who will listen that Daniel Jones is respected in that locker room. They believe that he is an absolute sponge when it comes to the playbook, and they believe that he will be able to to lead them to the playoffs There's a lot of belief In Daniel Jones In in that Giants locker room And if that's the case You know that's half the battle But now it comes down to performance It comes down to what you can do On the field So Daniel Jones You can't fumble the football And waste possessions Like you did last year Now Mind you It was a brand new offense with Joe Judge, former Patriot. It was really a haphazard season with COVID. So there will be a pass on that. So this year is the year where it's full evaluation of Daniel Jones. And is this the guy that is going to take that talented offensive roster to the next level. Because they got all the pieces. Saquon Barkley is back looking good. And that dude is a he's a beast. He is an absolute monster and I am not a Giants fan, but I can't wait to see Saquon Barkley run the football. I'm looking forward to September. Can't you tell? I'm counting down the days. I know we're in June. I know we got a ways to go, but I cannot wait for football to be back. (laughs) Just can't. The next thing is this, is that uh, this is so typical Chargers. Thank you, Chargers. Thank you so much. So... I'm perusing and I'm trying to get information for this podcast. Um, uh, if you hit me up on my social media on IG, it's a question point pod network. i am getting showing a little bit more behind the scenes about like my setup and what I do. So, um, I guess there were a couple photos that were taken by my lovely wife, Belinda, uh, watching me, uh, pretty much write a show, you know, and, uh, you know we, I put probably about well, 12 to 14 pages of writing in usually on a show, um, or various notes and things of that nature. So I try to give you guys the best podcast I can possibly give you. And I came across something, I was going through the Los, the Los Angeles Chargers feed. And uh, on Bleacher Report, you know, they have the Twitter up top and just kind of reading some of the news and notes that's going on in OTAs. So I get to the first story, right? Because, you know, they have all the Twitter on Bleacher Report, and then they have the, uh, you know, the stories. And what's the first story on the Los Angeles Chargers page? It is none other than backup quarterback chase daniel and how he is revamped the quarterback room in los angeles for the chargers and i said how typical charger like this is you have a a beast at defensive end in boza right he's coming off injury that's compelling you know he's healthy and he's looking to rip it up That's compelling. You have a second year quarterback who came out of nowhere last year. And I will be the first to say I was wrong. I was wrong on Justin Herbert. And I'm glad to be wrong. That guy looked awesome last year. He looked like he had command of the offense. It was literally so different than what he was in Oregon when he was playing for the Ducks in college. It just looked like a different guy. So I was wrong on Justin Herbert. I have no problem saying that whatsoever. I'm glad that young man is having success. I'm glad that he is taking the bull by the horn, so to speak, and grabbing one of these very precious 32 positions in the National Football League. And he played great. He balled out. But I just thought it was funny. You got Justin Herbert, you got Boza, you got Keenan Allen, you got all these dudes that you could do something on, and the first thing that's on your page is backup quarterback Chase Daniel. (sighs) This is why we don't think of the Chargers as an L.A. team. Okay? I'm saying it. I'll say it for the la-la. Okay? I'll represent for the la-la. Yo. Shouts out to the Chargers. Their uniforms are dope. They got excellent players. And I expect them to be pretty good this year. I don't have their record right now. But I think they might be battling for a playoff position. Or just like on the outskirts of one. That's what I believe. But you gotta do better with your PR. You gotta do better. Chase Daniel shouldn't be leading your feed. There's too many other guys. Get that together, Chargers PR department. <laughs> we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about Chase Daniel. Nah, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't ever do that. All right. We're going to switch it up right now, okay? Um, There's some big news coming out of college football that I have got my hands on too, so buckle up. Some of you guys know about it. Some of you guys don't know about it. College football and the college football playoff system is changing, and it will change. I don't know if it's going to be this next year, but I think it's going to be, and they're expanding the college football playoffs to 12 teams. They're going from four to 12 right off the bat. We're not going to eight. We're not going to, we, we, we weren't doing six, but we are doing 12. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If you think this is to help out the Cincinnati the University of Cincinnati Bearcats or you think this is to help out the coastal carolina shadow clears if you believe that then i don't know what to tell you this is a money grab that's all this is they're going to make more money okay so There is a growing concern in college football with the playoffs that Clemson and Alabama programs are always there and the playoffs can become stale. And basically, for TV purposes and to bring more fan bases in, let's go ahead and expand. So we're going to go from 4 to 12 now here's the thing this does give a non-Power 5 conference a chance to get its team in but make no mistake about it this also allows the SEC and the Big Ten to get multiple teams in to the playoff system without people griping about it right now college football receives $470 million annually to televise the college football playoffs. So with the four-team system right now, okay, college football is getting $470 million. So now if you add, if you triple the teams, what, what does that number look like? Are we in a billion? Are we a billion a year annual for TV rights for the college football playoffs? We could be. We could easily be at a billion dollars per year for the college football playoffs. So you tell me if it's a money grab or not. Um, This is also going to help. Um. some of the other bowl games, right? And some of the other venues. So like the Holiday Bowl, the Peach Bowl in Atlanta, Georgia, the Holiday Bowls in San Diego, if you're not aware. Um, This will also help stadiums like SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles and Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. And it also might turn out to be sort of like a March Madness thing. So you might get the obligatory Minnesota and that new stadium that they have up there. So this gives uh them to make revenue on where it's going to be held. This gives the some different venues a chance to get in on this money train as well by expanding the playoffs from 4 to 12. So there are positives to it. And here's the other thing. I like college football Okay, so for me, expanding it to 12 is not going to hurt my feelings whatsoever. This gives me more college football to watch and more content for you. So you're welcome. I'm welcome. And let's just call it what it is. Let's not talk about the opportunity for the student athlete. Well, this is a great opportunity for those programs that are below the power of five. Nah, just tell the people what it's all about. Yo, we can make a boatload of money and we're trying to get this back. Just tell the people straight up what's going on because we're not idiots. We're not stupid and we're not gullible. You get more football, we get paid more. There'll be more Pizza Hut commercials. There'll be more beer commercials. There'll be more... What is it? Flow from progressive commercials. We'll see the gecko from Geico a lot more during the college football playoffs. Allstate with Dennis Hayward will be in there. The dude from Spider Man, J. Jonah Jameson, who's been in a bunch of stuff as well, he'll be there. Jake from State Farm. And the Chris Paul commercials will be in there. Snoot Dogg walking along a beach. Giving Coronas out to people. We'll see a lot of that. You'll be able to promote your... Whatever else you have on your station. The new comedy... The upcoming other sports lineup after the college football playoffs. So, we're cool with more football. We're cool with expanding it. Cincinnati should be overjoyed. Notre Dame should be. By the way, Notre Dame is never going to be not independent now. They have no reason to join a league. Or conference. They have no reason to now. When it was four. They actually. There was pressure. That they might have to join a league. But now. With 12 teams. Oh Notre Dame. Is always going to be sixth in the nation. Right? I mean. Unless they just have a complete collapse. And injuries just kill them. Okay. They are going to be in that playoff series so how it's supposed to work is this okay so we're going to take last year's final um college football playoffs before the bowl games and we're going to break it down for you so if we had the college football expansion last year this is how it would look the first four teams would get buys so alabama notre dame ohio state and clemson would receive buys Okay, so Texas A&M, the fifth seed, would be playing Miami of Florida. The sixth seed, Florida, would be playing Oregon. Pac-12 is in. Now, the Natty would be seventh, and they would play Wisconsin. And BYU would play Indiana in that vaunted 8-9 matchup. So that's how it will work. So, Bama, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Clemson would get buys, and then you would have those four games. That'll dwindle it down to eight, and then it's a battle royale from there, right? So, that's how the college football playoffs is going to look. It is a money grab, but if you are a college football fan, you don't care because you get to see more football with high stakes on them. And for my betting crowd out there, listen, this is a little more candy for you to play with. You're welcome. (laughs) More flow, progressive commercials. The gecko getting after it during the college football playoffs. Oh, man. So funny to me. Now the other byproduct of this is it is is this. Now I'm not saying it's going to happen, but let's let's think of this a little bit, right? Now this doesn't hurt Bama. This doesn't hurt Ohio State. This doesn't hurt Clemson. Now this might hurt the conferences, and let me tell you why. If you're Tennessee, right, or Texas A and you're in the SEC. You know that Florida, LSU, Georgia, and Bama pretty consistently will get to the playoffs. If you're Texas A&M, do you want to realign and go to another conference? So you are now playing in your conference like championship game every year or close to it. You know what I'm saying? Like are you like if you're the University of Maryland, right? And you you left the ACC. And now you're in a conference with Ohio State, um Wisconsin, right? Cuz we all believe that the SEC is going to get four teams and like the Big 10 is going to get two. And then the other six is just whoever Right, You get your Pac-12 champion, one. Big 12 champion, two. Maybe the runner-up in the ACC, three. So we're at nine teams. And we haven't talked about Notre Dame. They should get in, so that's ten. So now we got two at-large bids, right? We got two. So if you're Texas A&M, Maryland... I'm trying to think of other programs who kind of fit this criteria. Um, Maybe like the University of Pittsburgh, Nebraska, which was an absolute disaster for them to go to the Big Ten. You know, you were good. You were good in the the now defunct Big Eight. I wonder if teams or colleges and college presidents that are looking at what conference they're in and see if they can make a move. Is this now the beginning of the big power five conferences having 16 team leagues? It could be. These are all questions that just come to my mind when I think about this kind of stuff, you know, How does this shape college football For like the next 10 years Now that we have 12 teams How does this shape college football And by the way If you think for one second Within the next 8 years This thing is not going to 16 teams You're absolutely mistaken Because anytime The NCAA Runs into some sort of money problem. They will fix it. With expansion. An expansion. To their two biggest tournaments. March Madness. And now the college football playoffs. So. That's what we got to look forward to with that. And we're going to come back. Momentarily. With a little Green Bay Packer news. And a Aaron Rodgers update. You guys, sit tight and enjoy the vibes. All right, news out of Green Bay. (laughs) Oh man It it never gets old It just never gets old So the Green Bay Packers And Aaron Rodgers fiasco Has hit a new level Peter Schrager from the NFL Network Believes that it is 50-50 Whether Aaron Rodgers Plays another snap For the Green Bay Packers Peter Schrager also says I don't believe that the Packers GM Brian Guttenkos wants an Aaron Rodgers trade on his resume. He and the Packers are content as you look at your reigning defending MVP. Just sit out. They're content with that. And the Packers can't stomach the thought of trading Rodgers to like the Denver Broncos and then watching Rodgers hoist the Lombardi Trophy. So these are all things that Peter Schrager from the NFL Network has said. Um, My thoughts on it is this. One, my boy Aaron Rodgers is living his best life. I don't know if you are up to date on his social media journey, but my man is playing like "Shake It Off" with a with a ukulele in in my in a uh, Hawaii. So my my dude is down in the dumps. You know things aren't going absolutely perfect for him in his uh, profession, so to speak. So he's kind of feeling down. So what does he do? He starts belting out T-Swift songs and thumbing the ukulele to make himself feel better. Aaron, if you are not feeling great and you need some songs to help you, how about uh, Calvin Harris's feels with uh, the feature of Katy Perry? That's a good song. Also, another ditty that you can sing that will bring your mood up. You can get some Miley Cyrus party in the USA. You could do that. That will help you, Aaron. My man is living his best life, bro. And he does not care about what is going on In Green Bay whatsoever Now I know the reports Earlier this week That Jordan Love Was tearing it up In OTAs And, and what have you And he was uh Making good progress And I'm happy for that young man Because you're going to have to play bro You're going to have to play Jordan Love Green Bay Packer fans I want you to start To understand this You might need to Wrap your head around That your starting quarterback week one is not going to be the defending reigning MVP Aaron Rodgers. It could be second year quarterback out of Utah State Jordan Love. Just saying. Just saying. So I hope this dude is killing it with the reps that he's getting in OTAs. I hope the receivers are going out to dinner with this young cat and picking his brain and letting him know where they want the football. Because it could literally be a time where as we get closer and closer into July, that Aaron Rodgers is not there. Because Aaron Rodgers is stubborn And Mike and Mark Murphy, who is kind of like the the godfather up in Green Bay, he's he's stubborn as well. And Gutenkuss is just afraid. I'm not going to do a deal because I don't want to look stupid because Aaron has the definitely has those great moments still left in him to make you look really stupid for trading him. Also, keep in mind, if a trade does go through, it's not going to be, oh, what, let's partner with Aaron and send Aaron where he wants to go. There's a lot of animosity in that building for Aaron and what he has said or what he has not said, but what is floating out of his camp in regards to he doesn't like Aaron. Anybody in that organization in the front office. So I am sure that Mark Murphy and Brian Guttenkos aren't looking to give Aaron Rodgers a just a soft golden parachute type of place to end up in and go ahead and finish out his career. I'm sure they are looking At whatever deal. That is going to suit them. But right now. They have dug their heels in. And they're not moving on. Trading Aaron Rodgers whatsoever. And Aaron Rodgers looks. Completely disinterested. On getting on a plane. And throwing a football. In shorts. In Green Bay Wisconsin. And we'll see. If he's disinterested. In throwing a football. With pads on. And a red shirt on in July and August in Green Bay as well. Because this has now become one of those situations. I told you, when training camp begins, that's the first real pressure point of this deal. Nobody has to worry about anything until then. But as we get closer and closer, and we see Aaron chilling in Hawaii... Singing Shake It Off by T-Swift. That's not a good sign, Packer fans. That is not a good sign at all. So tell me what you think, Packer fans. You hit me up on my social medias. Twitter, QPP Network. On Instagram and Facebook, that's Question Point Pod Network. All right. We're going to get to our No Doubt About It Person of the Week. Now, I have asked for entries from you and you have not come through, but I'll ask again and I'll continue to ask until you get them into me. This is a homework assignment for QP Nation. You look in your community, see who is ripping it up, being positive, making positive impacts in their community. Then you break me off a DM either in my Instagram or Twitter, and then I will put you on the pod next week and give you credit for introducing me to whomever is the person or the entity or the company of the week is. No doubt about it. That's how it works. So I know you, you like to hear your name On the air. So get it done. I think that's about as forceful. As I've ever been with. QP Nation. But I think now. It's time to get a little forceful. Not crazy. But a little. Because I want to talk about positive people. In communities. And I want to get that done. So. The. No doubt about it. Person of the week. Is. Washington Wizards guard Russell Westbrook, and the reason for that is is that um, he is giving back to his community in a big way. He redid the Crenshaw YMCA. If you're not familiar, that is pretty much South Central LA where he's from. He rebuilt it from the ground up. He's also going to be telling stories. Um, of people in that community as far as that's concerned and sh- basically depicting what life is uh, life is like there and he's given scholarships to some of the underprivileged youth in South Central LA so Russell Westbrook man, my man listen you know I love you because you are brewing 8 o'clock all day that's for real but the love that I'm showing you right now is just just the ultimate respect as a man. Thank you for giving back to your community. Thank you for doing the things low key. And you know what I'm saying? Because Russell do, didn't want this to get out. Russell's not like, look, I did this. woo woo, woo type guy. That's not him. But he got out. And we're going to salute that man. So our no doubt about it person of the week is none other than Russell Westbrook. Mr. Triple Double himself. Shouts out to Russ. I hope you living your best life, my Brody. I hope the off season's going good for you. you chilling with the family. Being able to spend time with your lady and your kids. Resting up your body. But thank you for remembering where you came from thank you for being proud of where you came from and thank you for giving these these kids who people have forgotten they have just forgotten they just look at the area and they go well nothing good comes of of that area that is not true if you listen to this podcast long enough i have said Everyone is redeemable And we're not throwing away kids So on that note This podcast is done Yo We got in We got out We gave you some knowledge We dropped the no doubt about it person of the week We gave some love To the listeners Who are killing it On the downloads and subscribes And by the way If you If you listen to this podcast and you enjoy it Pass it on to your partner Pass it on to your girlfriend And let her listen to the podcast as well And have that enjoyment And have that joyous feeling When you listen to this podcast Because I have a joyous feeling When I record this podcast So that's where we are We are full of love On a football Friday and you know your boy is about to get up out of here. But before I do. Be good to yourself. Take care of you. Whatever that means. Self care is the best care. But you got to be straight with yourself. And, and, and do the self scouting. And make sure that you're good. Before you can help out others. Appreciate your loved ones and your family. Let them know. If you don't live with them, send them a text. Give them a call. If they're right in front of you, give them a hug. Let them know that you appreciate them. Then once that's done, you go to your neighbors and say, hey, how's it going? Give them a smile. What's up with you? You need to rap for a second. You need to chop it up. Yo, you need anything? Can I help you out? The third thing is this. We are open. It is time to get out there and get it. Okay? Your boy's getting vaccinated soon. So, I waited. I wanted to make sure that the vaccine was cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a con- conspiracy theorist, but I am very careful about what I put, you know, when it comes to medicine in my body. All right? Um... If you have it within your means to donate your time to worthwhile organizations in your community, do so. Volunteer. Do that. And if you don't have the time to volunteer, but you have the financial means to do so, please donate to these worthwhile organizations because they're doing God's work. And you will be showing God's light by doing so. And uh, I preface this again by saying that um, we do it here. We practice what we preach. We give to our our neighbors. Um, my wife is just a beautiful soul, and uh, she spearheads a lot of what we do. And uh, I can't thank her more for that. But that is the that is the woman. Um, that is like she is the the wind beneath my wings, so to speak, type of situation. And I love her and I'm glad that she's doing it But this is why we end the podcast like this So we're going to do that You enjoy your weekend I am going to be back on Monday With Hoop Questions Monday So look out for that And y'all be good Don't drink too much over the weekend Don't party too hard You know what I'm saying Be responsible with your stuff You know what I'm saying And we'll see you on Monday And this cat is out.